Parshas Kishti, so one of the things discussed is the Chet HaEgel. So I wanted to explore an interesting Gemara with you. So the Pasuk tells us in Lamed Be'ez Hey, it says, Aaron So Aaron saw the Egel, and he built a Mizbeach. So the question is, why was he involved in this? Why didn't he push back? So Rashi explains, Aaron, one of the Pshatim found in the Gemara, is that Aaron saw that they had killed Chor. Therefore, he decided to build a Mizbeach for them. So if you look at the Gemara in Sanhedrin of Zion, so it looks like the Pshat is the one Chor protested, so then they killed Chor. There's even a Medrash in Baloscha that says that they actually killed the Shivim Zakanim as well at this time. But I don't know if they're going to kill him, it's going to be much worse. Like the Pasuk in Eov tells us, that when they killed a Kohen and a Novi in the Mikdash Hashem, in the times of the first bias when they killed Zechariah Novi, that that sealed the destruction of the first base of Megash. At that point, that was something that they couldn't do tshuva and have a kapara on without the destruction of the base of Megash. So Aaron saw that Beruach HaKodesh, so he knew that if he allows himself to be killed by them, then that's something they'll never be a takana for. That would be devastating for the Jewish people. Rather, let him build the, them with the Chet Ego. That's something that they could do tshuva for. So Aaron felt that it would be more devastating for Klai Yisrael if he allowed himself to be killed by them than to help them build the Egel. And therefore, he decided it would be better for him to help them build the Egel. So the question I had with this Gemara is that the Chet Egel is considered arguably the worst event in Jewish history, the worst of era. How could it be that killing Aaron Cohen would have been a worse of era than that? And be something that could be harder to have a kapara and tshuva on than that. So Marshal explains that Aaron, who had a din of a Kohen, even though he hadn't been given the kuni yet, Marshal explains, since he was the Bechor, he was by default going to be the Kohen. So the Marshal explains, why is this? Why would this be something which has no takana? Because the Torah was given to us to listen to the Chochmei Torah, And just not listening to a Kohen enough, we find by Azakin Mamre that that could be worthy of Achi of Misa. We find in the Tanakh and the Chumash as well that by a Navi, that not listening to the Navi could also be grounds for Achi of Misa. So not to listen to the Kohen and the Navi, and not only that, to kill him, such a thing as EF should, is impossible to do tshuva and be forgiven for it. The Ego, there was a possibility, and in fact they did do tshuva, and there was a element of kapara to a large degree on the sin. So I don't think the Marsha is saying, the Pshat and the Gemara is, that this is a worse Avera than the Avodah I think it's saying that certain things are more, I'm not sure. It could be it's just that certain things are forgivable and certain things are not forgivable. Certain things just, there can't be a kapara on such a thing because of the centrality of listening to the leaders of the Jewish people for there to be a Misori and Kaisral, so something like that is just, you can't have Kapara on such a thing. Ruchan Kanievsky has a Sefer, Orchos Yosher, a Muslim Sefer that he put together, and he says, We don't find by Averas that are as Machmer as we find by a Kavod for a Rebbe. Like we find that Chazal tell us a person paskins Homora Halach Bafnei Rabo, Chayev Misa. A person paskins before his Rebbe, he's Chayev Misa. A person spits before his Rebbe, he's Chayev Misa. 
says in Chagiga and Afhei, people did it recently, Mabit Barabos of Chayv Misa, rebelling against the Rebbe, Chayv Misa. A lot of Lachas have a very harsh punishment, Chayv Misa, for disrespecting his Rebbe. So he explains that the whole truth of, he explains it so harsh because the whole truth of Torah is all generation to generation. The Rambam traces the Mesorah, the 40 generations from Moshe Benu until Ravashi. And every door, there's people who pass down the Torah. Even today, when we have things in writing, at the end of the day, it's all the, our belief in Torah to a large degree is built on our trust in our Rebbeim in our previous generations. And so when a person disrespects that, when a person doesn't respect his Rebbe and everything, I can argue, I can argue with whatever I want. My Rebbe says, I can make my own opinions, I can be my own Chacham. So that can be Mavato the entire Torah. Like what we find by the Tzedokim, that that's what they did. They came up with their own ideas. And it's not just the Rebbe, it's also Mavazatam and Chacham has no refu for such a thing. That it's really all Tamanicham, it's all the people who we respect as the bearers of the Torah. I think it's meant to underscore the importance of respect for those who represent Torah and respect that we don't know more than them, even if we think we're also a Chacham, that at the end of the day, we don't necessarily know more than the Gedoli Hadar. In fact, we don't really on any topic. It's an asayon many times. People, they learned in Yeshiva for many years and they become a Chacham. So they think, no, I can be my own. I can be, you know, I know history and I know different things and I know more. I know more and I have my own ideas of what the Torah wants us to do. And so that's why these halachs are so central to and that's what the Gemara is teaching us about the centrality of certain things have to that the leaders have to be trusted, the leaders have to be respected. It reminds me of a line I once heard, I think it was Bashem Rav David Wiebowitz. He said a lot of people they respect Torah, they just don't respect anybody who represents Torah. That there's this idea that we have that we could just separate the two. But it's not really true. The Torah is teaching us that a person needs to wants to respect Torah, and they need to respect those who are the bearers of Torah, those who are the leaders of the Jewish community, not not because they're Askanim, because they're the greatest in Torah. I realized I try to, to repeat topics over and over again, just because I think there's a lot of different topics to explore, but I realized that I keep coming back to respect the different points. I think the reason is because I think the emotional world is very difficult. It's hard to person go have Kavana during davening, but we can all behave with respect. We can choose not to bring the phone into the basement, into the shul when it's time to daven. You can leave it in the coat pocket. It's an e- I feel like it's an easier battle. I think the same thing with respect. Can I necessarily sit in Koyal for 20 years and become a Rosh Hashiva? Maybe not. But I can respect people who do, and I can respect that they know more than me. And it, I don't think it's such a hard sell to believe that the Gedoli Hador know more than us, even if we've uh, read different books in Sfarim and have different ideas. Anyone who knows anything about all the multimillionaire businessmen and all the Chashuva politicians in Eretz all come to the Gedolim to ask advice. And uh, even a lot of the non-from ones used to come from Yashuv to ask advice. It's not such a crazy sell. So just some thoughts about respect for Chochmei Torah and to have this respect and grow in the proper way. Have a great Shabbos.